Alright, so it is, it's a delightful time in my life. Um, so it is mid-July and I'm just so happy that I can use certain tools, devices, things like that to help me focus. <laughs> I was getting all tizzied out for like the last afternoon here. Just because sometimes I get all these business ideas, like three all at the same time and I need to like take action on all of them in some way, shape, or form. So, like, I made up an invitation for one, and yeah. I, like, set What's up... I, like, made progress with a form survey with another with one. And and I, like, started building another, like, um, membership list type thing of another one. And anyways, I get all these ideas, and then I get all chatty, and I don't know. I just love social business type stuff. And... And then I got and lost track because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be like super hungry down doing chores, listening to the book for the book club, and like making food because I'm kind of like the pro, like kind of like the boss lady of like all of these things, right? And so it's like, okay, how can I learn how to train people better so they can be like the specialist of the Caesar sauce and the specialist of like cutting up potatoes and cooking it and like the specialist of like all these things that we need to do because like it's like one thing for me to like want to do it and then it's another thing for me to look around and see who is even available to do any of that right and typically for the most part I kind of have people around me that aren't really in the same mindset they're kind of in the mindset of like well why would I want to do that right like and and so it's like I have such a hard time with confrontation that it's like, well, like, yeah, that really doesn't make sense for you to, to be doing that because clearly your goals don't even incorporate with that. Like, you just don't want to eat for the rest of your life. Like, and you don't care. You could very happily be an Eritarian or you'd be happy to be an Eritarian that just complains and yells at the people that that are making them forced to be an Eritarian, right? Because they're not fast enough at doing the dishes and making the meals and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's like, yep, yep, that that is kind of a life choice sometimes of some individuals uh, according to their maturity level and that kind of thing. So, nonetheless, I still get to make my choices according to what I know. And because of what I know, it's like, okay, so how am I going to be a leader anyways? Um, and... You know, whether that means being a leader that knows how to delegate to being a leader that knows how to um, make things happen. Like, for example, they're like doing this video thing and I just need to intersperse it with some help. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay, I need one person to help with potatoes and another person on Okay, that means you bring the potatoes. Huh? Potatoes need to fill this up. So we can wash and cut them. Ready? Yeah, these are the good ones. We've been eating them for the last couple times. Not the ones that we got sick from. Okay, so for sauce we need six lemons. I'm totally doing it. It's actually happening. I'm explaining what I need and it's happening. 
That's good for me because otherwise it's like I get all like rejected in my heart as I'm like washing dishes and it becomes like this like brewing storm of like hatefulness and rejection and like resentfulness. Um, we need garlic. How much? So this is garlic. Um, use four. Four cloves? Yeah. We need the juicer. We need a cutting board that, to cut the lemons. Okay, come fill it up with water. Come fill it up with water. And yeah, so I'm kind of in this state of like, yeah, I'm doing the dishes. Don't come back into the kitchen today. The computer's not turning on until after the sauce and potatoes are done. Um, so yeah, like I have so many little things on the go. Whether it's like book club thing, the girls club thing, the yoga, yoga club thing, um, interspersed with like girls club stuff, um, and, and writer's retreat stuff. And I have a little girl that wants to help me, so we're gonna fill that with water, so you can come here. And I'm like super delighted, you know, like, like I, it's just so sweet to me. Four. Um, when I get to talking with like some moms that are starting their like homeschool journey thing, and it's so sweet to me the way they talk about like yeah like what curriculum do you use and all this kind of stuff. And to me, it's just like it's just like blows my mind because for me I'm kind of more of like a do life kind of a person. It's like I would never buy into any kind of thing where basically they create a planner for me every single day of the year about everything that we're gonna eat and everything we're gonna read and that kind of thing, unless if I actually really like it, right? Like, if, unless if I like, was like, that was like my legit mentor lady person and I wanted to become like them as a person, like in every area, right? And the, I was just doing a full out immersion of that. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to take a bath and I'm trying to focus. And I don't feel like that's going to work for me. Because Evelyn's not going to be with you. And we need to fill this with water. And so anyways, so then like when I think about um, my life right now, it's just like, oh, this is so sweet. And, and I like it because it's like, it, it just keeps me on my toes. I kind of feel like a Bob Ross, but like a Jenny Ross. Or like a... Um, Ross, Ross Hochstein, or Rennie Hochstein. You know, like, like Bob Ross is just so cool. He's this painter dude. I don't even want to call him a dude. He's like a grandpa. He's so good. I just like honor that guy so much. Like, if there's gurus out there that people like worship, I don't worship him. But mommy, and mama, I just think he's mama, 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 mama. Um, and.
And I'm just like so delighted that I can learn. Four. And then they get cut up. And then they get into this blender. Um, so it's like, it's so delightful to me to just like live this life where it's kind of like with that attitude. Yes, such a great attitude about life. Where it's like, hey, let's just talk about mistakes. They're not mistakes, they're happy little accidents, right? Like, and let's just like, this is our canvas, this is our world. We can make anything happen here. And like, that's kind of how I feel. I just love the way he just paints a painting. He doesn't like copy one. He doesn't like, you know, like he doesn't trace it or anything like he doesn't take a picture and just do that. Like he just makes a world. He just makes it. And I'm like, oh, right? It just like, it just like shakes me to the core in every kind of way. So I love that. And Uh, no, because it's going in the blender, so it's kind of wasted energy. Um, but you can experiment if you feel like that's what you need to use your exercise for. Um, so, so anyways, that's kind of the energy that I'm moving forward with. It's like as I move forward with this next year and season, it's like it's going to be like a scenic drive. It's going to be like making good food. It's going to be like art. I what? have a board. Yeah, because it's hidden. No, but it's all there. Yeah, so we fix the problem. Yes. Which one did you say you should do? It's just here. Well, what do you prefer? Oh, whoops. Um, happy little accidents. I love it. I just had a happy little accident with like a jar with water that spilled all over the floor. Happy little accident. I'm loving this. Um, and basically, that's kind of my feel. It's like, hey, scenic walk, good food, good crafts, good books, good people. It's just going to be like a, a beautiful thing, right? Like just a beautiful thing. Um, like some people use this phrase called like life unscripted kind of thing. I just, I really believe in it, right? I just want to do, because I just feel like there's certain value <coughs> in all the parts of our lives that are like the white in between all the blacks. Because it's like whenever I make a vision board or like a plan for my life, it might only work for like two weeks before I need to just like, in the house yeah. thanks um so like yeah so i'm just like kind of just caught up in this world of like hey how can we just do this where we just find the good keep building on the good keep you know like if we find a hiccup let's get through the hiccup you know or stay in the hiccup for however long it needs to be safe like one time Everybody uses their tricks for hiccups, right? They have all these funny things they do. And then one time I just thought, well, what if I just like deeply breathe through my hiccups, right? And literally it was the fastest I had ever cured myself from hiccups. It was like, okay, I got a hiccup. And then I like deeply breathe, like inhale, like yoga style, like inhale. 
exhale, right? Like, and I did it for like, I don't know, two or three or five times. And I was like, oh, they're gone, right? <laughs> like my body just needed to have some level of like reorientation with what it actually needs. Um, normally I kind of get hiccups when I'm like eating or like doing something health-wise that's just a little bit off for me. And then I get like these hiccups out of nowhere. Oh, whoa. Um, and I know it's my body telling me something. Um, and for me, I've noticed for me that it's like usually when I've like done something a little bit off and I haven't really been paying attention enough to really realize what it is yet. And then, so it's almost like I have these hiccups. So I have a little bit of time to be like, oh, let's check in with myself here. Like, what have I been up to about this? And yeah. So it's been one of those days where it's like we had a big day yesterday. We always have a kind of a big day. It's kind of rare that I have a day where I just am at home doing my at home thing because I'm kind of a busy bug. It's kind of like a curse and like a cure, you know, like it's like good because I'm a busy bug doing busy kind of things that are good, you know, whether it's heading to this park or picnic or this play date or the other or those kinds of things, or like helping minister to this person or that, which is good. But then sometimes I kind of overdo it. Like yesterday, oh man, I had done this like health appointment thing. And then I went to do like pick up kids and we were like rushing to this play date that was like ending in like half an hour and they had already been on for like three hours. And then, and then it was all raining. And then we go home and then I had somehow like volunteered to babysit for like the next five hours, but it only really lasted for an hour because I was like going nutso inside. I was like, I just can't do this. And so then that only lasted for that long. And then for like the next few hours, I was just kind of like trying to regroup. But like, thank you. I just have someone help me with my Thank you. And then I was like, by the time it was time for my date, like, few hours later I was like bawling because I was just so disoriented you know from like the beginning of the day like negative spiraling thoughts and then it was kind of a healing session date right where we just went and got our favorite foods and we just talked and we just like rekindled friendship and all of these kinds of things and then we just kind of that's pretty much what it was and then I'm pretty sure like oh but it but it ended beautifully. It was actually an ending beautiful day. So then I went on a date with one person in my family and we like had discovered something and we made plans for our next date. And then I had a long, long chat with another family member and it was like such a healing day. So then I went to bed and I had like these nourishing thoughts and feelings and I woke up with the same ones, right? So it was like such a contrast day. It's like I started the day kind of uneasy like throughout the day I was uneasy, but then at the end of the day I was like, oh my goodness, how could how could every day just end kind of like this? And yes, it made for like a late start to the day and kind of been kind of a slog day because of that, but it's okay. Cause like like that's the whole purpose, right? It's like we have we birth a baby and then we recover for the next two years, right? And like we recover hardcore for the first day and the first week or whatever. But like you don't regret that you had a baby, right? Like it's just all part of the process of like building a relationship and like building a family. It's like 
like I just I love connecting with my my um, friends who are like empty nesters or al almost empty nesters and whenever they just kind of text and say oh hey I have my my daughter or my son he's coming home he hasn't been home for like six months I need to block out my schedule I can't do like I can't do yoga or you know whatever stuff and they just hunker down and they have like a full-out late-night conversation with their, that child that just comes home and I just like every time I get that text reminding me of what that life looks like for a mom that hasn't seen their child in like months and then they block out their whole schedule so that they can just like have a nice long chat with them I just like oh my goodness I am so blessed all of my children get tucked in at night at the same time in my own house and there's these other moms that really they're like kind of not like spread thin but in some ways like each child just kind of comes back into their life like at a different time of day or whenever and like you never know when you're gonna see them again and I'm just like um how could that be a thing like could I just like not have people in my life like grow up and do their life and then have to come back like could we just all like live in this like existence where that's not even a thing right but it's true it's like that's the way it is for me it's like i go away for like a year at a time you know before i go back and see my parents and i you know like i just wonder what's that like for them and they, they always wait for my phone call right and so I just hope that I'm just going to keep that perspective and not take it for granted that I have parents in my life, right? That actually do think of me, right? And that it's my, it's on me to make the time to reconnect with them, to make the time to be like, oh, well, they're going to block off their schedule for a day when they see me. Like, why can't well, I, I just go and do that? Potatoes. I want to watch Yeah, we're trying to chop them. They're ready right there. And we're getting our our cutting board ready for chopping potatoes. So move the potatoes on. I feel the like stove. this is not safe. This width is not going to carry that. So I need to be moving things. Like, I just love that I've been start restarting some dates on, like, certain mornings, certain nights, things like that. Not because, but I just love this one influence of this mom in my life. She is so phenomenal. One of the last posts that she shared was this thing about, hey, I love having adult children. You know, like, I don't really believe in that whole mentality that some mom parent cultures have where they are, like, celebrating to be empty nesters and they're just pushing their kids away so they can live their own life, so that they can live their own and they can just live separate lives, right? She's like, I totally want my adult children to come and raid my fridge and like come and borrow toilet paper and like come and like, you know, just like come in and join us for dinner and all of these kinds of things. And I just felt like when she shared that and she had all these like spread out pictures of her like pride moments of a mom of like an adult child kind of thing. And I just thought that was so sweet. You know, it kind of made me think of that whole idea 
where like some parents do this thing where they're so hardcore like yeah all kids need physical touch they have like there's like babies they get all the snuggles in the world but then like what about the eight-year-olds and the nine-year-olds and the ten-year-olds and the eleven-year-olds and the seventeen-year-olds and the eighteen-year-olds and the twenty-five-year-olds it's kind of like love you forever well you have this mom and she totally gets it she's like going to her child every night rocking them to sleep whether they're asleep or not you know most of the time they're already asleep but she'll go and grab them and rock them anyways and that's kind of like when all my kids are sleeping, I'll like sneak up on them and give them a kiss on the head or whatever and like sneak away. And I just like, I just love watching them when they sleep. It's so creepy, but it's so sweet. Like, I just love, and like my husband will go up to them when they're sleeping and he'll pray at their side about them. <laughs> I just like, it just makes me want to cry every time. I'm like, oh, you're such a good daddy. I just love you. And I just like, this is, and it's not like it happens every time or every day at all, right? Like it happens when we remember, right? Like, and it's like, oh, I haven't done that. And I need to go and do that. And that's really important. That's like the priority right now, right? And like, I just remember this other thing where it was like, I was at this like parent retreat, homeschool thing. And all these parents were getting hardcore serious listening to this like math guru lady. And they're like, oh yeah, how do I get my kids really good at math kind of thing. And then at the end of her little speech, she basically said, but basically just forget everything I've ever said about anything to do with math. And if you want your kids to excel in any subject or whatever, you need to make sure you carve out this with them every day. You need to carve out time to allow them to have open mic time with you every day so that they can just talk and talk and talk and you can just be there, right? Like that was her deal. She's like, just forget everything I just told you about how to get them good at math. Just do that. Just take time to be with them and actually listen. And I was like, oh my goodness. I love you, lady. You know, like I was getting all lost with her math stuff. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I know one plus one is two. That's all I got, right? You can tell me that other equations work, but I don't get it, right? But honestly, I actually do love math when I can see like a very practical application. Like I love math when it has to do with gardening. I love it when it has to do with recipes. I love it when it has to do with something that's actually gonna help me serve someone better like myself or other people. And it's like direct, right? Like it's, it's totally applicable, totally relevant. And it's not just like playing with all of these equations, kind of like what people talk about when they're like playing with math, as if they're like playing with paint, right? I'm just like, I don't get that world yet, but I want to, right? Like, because I think that would be beautiful. Because I actually do believe that math is beautiful the way that some mathy people talk about it. I do believe it because really, like, I really believe that people that are kind of mathy really make amazing art. I just think they do, including the creator of the world, right? <laughs> like, if we could just go straight there to the creator of the universe, like, let's just go straight there. And I would say they are the best at creating everything that I've ever seen, right? So, like, that's pretty much it. I need to check in with the potatoes and the lemons for the Caesar sauce and salad. So that's all I got.